0: Welcome to the podcast, Organize Your Stuff. I'm Maria White, professional organizer and owner of Enough With The Stuff. I'm thrilled you're here today, and I will share tips on getting organized in all areas of your life. Just listen for simple tips or interviews with industry experts sharing their unique methods and insights for getting your home and life organized once and for all. This podcast will provide support, encouragement, and most importantly, no judgment. I might keep it real, though, so hang in there. Just listen, and if the inspiration hits you, organize your stuff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Organize Your Stuff. This is podcast number two, overcoming lack of motivation to organize. Last time, I talked to you about the four principles of getting organized. So this time, I want to help you with offering suggestions on how to overcome lack of motivation to get started, as well as to maintain your motivation once you do get started. Consider the time of day that is best for you when you know you're going to have the most energy and be at your best for decision making. Some people are early morning people and fade by 2 or 3 in the afternoon, while others are night owls, so work when it's best suited for you. So here are some ideas for helping you get started. Try enlisting a helper who won't judge you, someone who will support your purging and organizing goals and can do some of the physical work with you. It's great when you can have that moral support in any situation where you're working on a task that you may not actually really be looking forward to tackling. So who can you ask for to help with this? Another method for getting motivated for your organizing project is to set a reward for reaching your desired goal for the day. Who doesn't love a reward for a job well done, even if it is given to you by you? That's probably the best kind anyway, because you know you best, and what would you love to get for yourself? First you need to figure out what your goal will be before you get that reward. Is the goal going to be a project goal or just a focused time period to work on an area? Maybe you have decided you only want to work for a pre-set short period of time. I challenge you to not be too ambitious with a goal that is so big and broad that you will become frustrated and lose steam part way through and then feel defeated when you can't possibly complete it in the predetermined time frame that you have set aside for yourself. Keep the goal for the space super small if it's a really cluttered area. If it's not so cluttered, then the goal of getting the entire space done in your preset time may be realistic. But if you are planning on organizing your entire garage in a day, and you currently have the garage so full you can't park your cars inside, then your goal may be way bigger than you can manage in a day. So you might want to rethink that. So maybe break up a project like that into smaller areas and just focus on certain areas of the garage no matter how much time you think the project will take even if you think it's only going to take an hour to organize an area I really recommend that you double your time that you're setting aside for this project because things inevitably come up while you're working that you weren't really expecting to deal with when you started okay so now that you have a goal you need to come up with a reward that resonates for you Activities and consumable rewards are best as we don't want to reward ourselves by going shopping for more stuff. You just worked really hard, so why would you bring more stuff in? So let's not clutter up our nice organized spaces. It could just be a cup of coffee or tea while sitting on your deck listening to birds sing. How often do you allow yourself to just sit and do nothing? How about giving yourself time to read a book or a magazine that you've not given yourself permission to just take that time to do that? chocolate is my favorite reward especially if it's dark chocolate. Maybe lunch with a friend or maybe it's just not having to cook dinner that night. If it's a big project then you may even reward yourself with a manicure or a massage but rewards don't always have to involve spending money. Racing the clock to organize small areas is a fun way to gamify your organizing project that might make the task more alluring to tackle. If you have multiple family members that need to organize, raise the stakes by making it a competition to see who can complete their project the fastest. As long as the spaces are similar in clutter proportions to make it fair, that's a fun way to get through a daunting chore that you really aren't looking forward to. Come up with a family reward for everyone who participates. Playing energetic music can also really help energize the environment. Blast your speakers with some favorite, upbeat, danceable songs to keep you focused and motivated. Consider listening to a funny podcast while you work. It should be something that doesn't require your attention, though, because your brain will be engaged in a lot of decision-making as you process through your piles. So keep it lighthearted and fun. And be sure to drink a big glass of water before you get started. So those are just a few ideas that I hope you can use to motivate yourself to get started. My favorite reward, of course, is the dark chocolate, and I do enjoy blasting music and racing the clock to get something done that I dread doing. What will you try? If you have set realistic goals and appropriately motivating rewards, hydrated beforehand, have a game plan in place for how you will tackle your organizing challenge, you need to put the task on your calendar now. Things on calendars get done, and as the Nike slogan says, just do it staying motivated while organizing can sometimes also be a struggle for those who started out really pumped up and ready to get to it it's easy to get overwhelmed quickly even after only 15 minutes of organizing because the decision making is very taxing particularly if you haven't ever created a home for the items you're sorting and you don't know where to put them just yet if those items have a great deal of sentiment attached to them then you also will get very distracted and tired There can be a lot of distractions that pop up through the process of getting organized. Some of the things that you may come across while organizing could bring up some intense memories and emotions. Every time my clients find collections of photos, it leads them on a trip down memory lane. Those are really big distractions for them. So just give yourself permission to set them aside and look at them later, but get back and stay focused on the task at hand. Other items, though, may conjure a strong emotion that will require you to walk away for a few minutes to collect yourself, such as running across items that may have belonged to a deceased family member. It's okay to step away for a few minutes and just collect yourself. Again, set those items aside and then you can really sit down with them later. Then, of course, there are the family members seeking you out to solve problems, to fix things, do something for them that you weren't anticipating run them to a friend's house, (laughs) phone calls from family or friends, unexpected visitors and door-to-door solicitors and the like who may interrupt your time. I would highly suggest that you turn off your ringer on your phone so you're not disturbed, close the door to any room that you might be working in if it has a door, and even consider adding a do not disturb sign so that you're left alone to focus. Maybe all you need to do is tell your family not to be disturbed until you're done, but try whatever method works for you. Body doubling is another way to help you stay focused and not lose momentum during the project. Maybe you have a friend or family member who would be willing to just sit with you while you work, but they don't have to interact with you. The person could sit in silence and read a book, or if it isn't too distracting, they could sit and chat with you. Just being there to keep you accountable and prevent you from getting off task can be a huge help, whether they are helping you or not. But having an accountability partner is a little different. The person doesn't have to actually be there in your presence, but you have shared your goal with them and they will check in with you at preset times you've come up with to check in on your progress. Knowing someone will be checking on your progress can be a fantastic motivator to stay focused and plow through the task at hand. Be sure to choose someone who will not easily let you off the hook though when you don't accomplish your goal. Be thoughtful about who you choose and if the person is someone you admire and don't want to disappoint, that's probably a great choice. Again, it's super important to stay hydrated, so keep a water bottle with you and remember to actually drink from it because having the water bottle in the room with you doesn't actually get you hydrated unless you drink it. Take it from me, I've tried that method. You will definitely lose steam if you are dehydrated. Consider having an easy to grab protein snack with you so you can keep your energy up throughout. Keeping the snack with you will be a much safer option than heading to the kitchen where you will most likely get bombarded with a host of other potential distractions. Depending on the physicality of the project or the emotional drain from the stuff you're organizing, you may want to consider setting a timer to take a 5 minute break every 15, 20 or 30 minutes, whatever feels right for you. But feel free to go longer when it suits you. And don't wait until a guest is scheduled to come visit you to start organizing. That usually just leads to throwing things into bags and then those bags get thrown into closets where they never see the light of day again. Instead, schedule some time to focus on your real goals of getting your spaces organized. So to recap, put your project on your calendar, set a goal, create a reward, choose a method or several methods that will help you stay focused, whether it's to gamify the project, set timers with breaks, asking a friend to be an accountability partner, letting family know that you're not to be disturbed, turning your phone off, listening to music, etc. Now, It's time to organize your stuff. After listening to this podcast today, I hope you have some useful takeaways and feel super motivated to get organized. But maybe you're at a loss with how to start or where to go next in your organizing journey. Wouldn't it be amazing to have me right there to guide you through the process when you're losing motivation or feeling stuck with what to do next? I may not live near you, so through the wonders of our modern technology, I can be right by your side. Virtually, of course. You heard me, I offer virtual organizing reach out to me through my website linked below and we could schedule your first session today also don't forget to reach out to me on social media with comments about an episode or a topic you would like covered in a future podcast links are below in the show notes go get your organizing on